Hi, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Candid Chats podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gonzalez, and I have taken a little mini break, as you guys probably have seen on the podcast. Last time I uploaded was September 7th. So we are now in October, which is great, you know. I've been busy a little bit, you know, college life and school high school at the same time it could get a little overwhelming but now i'm back but before i get into it i do want to say welcome for everyone who has just recently clicked on my podcast and never heard any episode before we're gonna have lots of fun on here also it would mean so much to me if you guys would leave a review after listening to the podcast episode and let me know what you guys think of the podcast I am open to all your ideas if there needs to be any improvement, what you guys want to hear. Also, if you're not following the podcast Instagram, I don't know what you're doing. You need to go immediately on Instagram, look up Candid Chats Podcast, and click the follow button. Sometimes for some episodes, I'll be asking some questions on there, so you definitely don't want to miss that if you want to be featured into the podcast. So, let's do a recap of September since you guys missed a fat bit of it. First of all, Queen Elizabeth died, RIP. So that day I did come late into school. I went to the gym, of course, and then I went to a grocery store and time did its thing, so it ran. And I did show up a little late to lunch, but it's okay, cause no worries, I didn't have a class after that. When I entered the lunchroom, let me tell you, there was so much talking. I was like, what happened? Did we get a new principal? Is the apocalypse happening? Is Jesus coming back to earth? Like, what is happening? I was about to sit at the table and then my friend Zoe was like, the queen is dead. And I was like, what? The queen? She was like, yes, Queen Elizabeth just died a few hours ago. I was like, wow like i read about her in my history books before when i was little in middle school and now she's dead dang and then she was telling me how like a few minutes before someone announced the queen dead by looking on the news and they're like oh the queen is dead and then everybody just started talking and talking all day about it it's so weird because you just wake up and you have a normal day and you expect everything to be normal you know like you never expect something like this to happen And then all of a sudden, you're just, you know, your day is going by normally how it would be. And then all of a sudden, you receive this type of news. It's like, wow. This could have happened any other day, but it decided to happen today. I don't know. Things like that just keep me thinking. And now, obviously, I know they've had their funeral already. But after that, I don't know what else is happening with the royal family. My birthday also passed. It was September 12th. I had a great time with my friends and my family. I went out to dinner and I went to the mall and I turned 17 years old, which is great. I'm in between an adult and in between my childhood. So I really have to soak up and cherish this moment. Oh my gosh, I just had deja vu. I just had deja vu. This exact moment was happening. I was recording my podcast. I was in my bedroom and I was staring at my bookshelf or my shelves with books on them anyway yet i feel so old but also young at the same time i can't believe i'm going to be turning 18 next year and i'll be in a university if god allows it there was actually a lot of birthdays in september a lot of my friends and family members had their birthdays in september so i've pretty much been celebrating that all september also september 22nd was the official day of fall 
I kind of went a little crazy because I went to the grocery store. Like I said, I went to the gym and then I went to the grocery store and I was on a mission to find everything fall related with food. So I went into the cookie section and I was like, I need to get pumpkin cookies, something pumpkin. I found a pumpkin chocolate chip cookies, which currently I'm almost out of them, but they're so good, very moist. The texture is almost like a cake and it's so good. Then I found pumpkin goldfish collaborated with Dunkin Donuts. I did a video that I'm still currently editing for my YouTube channel where I tried the pumpkin donut holes at Dunkin Donuts and those goldfish were literally the exact same taste as those donuts that I tasted at Dunkin Donuts. It is so weird because usually I'm used to eating goldfish as a savory snack, but that was a sweet snack. So I really liked it. I would give it a seven. It wasn't all that, but it tasted really good. And yes, they are still in my pantry, almost fully packed because I have not ate that many yet. Then I ran into the Oreo section because I was looking for the pumpkin pie Oreos, which by the way, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin pie. Underrated opinion, I don't like pumpkin pie. It is gross to me. It's like cheesecake. That's why I don't like it. I don't like cheesecake also. And I'm also guessing you guys are hating on me right now while you're listening to this podcast, but that is my unpopular opinion. Cheesecake is not good at all to me. The only thing I like about it is the crust the crust is like my favorite but i don't like too much of the cream cheese part like i could eat it if it was like a strawberry cheesecake i could eat it but i wouldn't eat too much of the cream part so it would make no sense to get cheesecake if i wasn't going to eat the cheese part but just the crust yes i am fully aware i'm a weird creature but it's okay because aren't we all okay so i think i've told you guys this before in my podcast but i have been taking leadership classes at my high school and that has replaced my bible class because we are a private school so we do take bible classes and i have to take a bible class in order to graduate so we took the leadership class for three weeks and after those three weeks we were going to have a ceremony where they're going to pass us the leadership mantle to show that we are ready for the position as leaders of our school because we are the seniors so we did have that ceremony already it went great i guess yes yes it did go great you know it was different they've never done that before so it was a change and i liked it i mean it was a mantle we just passed it around it was pretty much a dedicated chapel to the seniors so that's what happened we finished that and recently the leadership topic has been around for quite some time i've been hearing it a lot it's been in my thoughts a lot i've been thinking about leadership and that's what i wanted to base my podcast episode on today i'm going to be using my knowledge that i've learned and pouring it into you guys into this episode today so you want to grab a snack a drink get comfortable grab a notebook paper or a notebook if you want to take some notes because i do have some great bible verses you guys might want to look at so you can also grab your bible and let's dive into our candid chat so if you listen to christian music or worship music or maybe you don't even listen to any of them but you probably know who this is because they are very famous it's maverick city music and i know they won grammys before so they are quite known and if you don't know they have been caught in some drama kind of some tea that's going on within the group that kind of caught me off guard when i heard about the news and what's so funny about this is that i recently went to one of their concerts in the beginning of august or somewhere at the end of the summer right before when school started 
they came to texas and i had to get a ticket because i love maverick city music like their songs are incredible so i got the tickets immediately and went with my mom and the best part about it was that there was not just maverick city music that was performing it was also house of fires and jonathan mcreynolds which jonathan mcreynolds has become one of my favorite christian artists ever that was my first time hearing some of his songs and i fell in love with it ever since i always played in the car i've downloaded it on apple music i played on my spotify it's amazing house of fires i knew who they were but they only performed covers at the concert and obviously maverick city music's concert was amazing it was their kingdom tour it had like a whole gospel choir i could just feel the presence of the lord in that auditorium well it wasn't even an auditorium it was like an open place it was outdoors pretty much like lives were being transformed in that place it was powerful i've never experienced anything like that in my life this is without exaggeration so in the beginning they introduced something that was really awesome and i was very very interested in it a man walked on the stage and he was going to give us an introduction of what this was for, which it was called Food for the Hungry. I believe the guy was related to Chandler Moore, but I'm not sure what his name was. Or I think it was Kirk Franklin. Yeah, I think he was related to Kirk Franklin. I'm not too sure. But he gave us a story that really touched my heart. He explained how his friend was telling him about Food for Hungry and that he should sponsor a kid. And the guy was like, um no this is a scam i know people are like oh you should sponsor this kid and the kid probably doesn't even exist i'm probably giving my money away to this guy that created this and he's probably living in a mansion probably at the bahamas with his private beach house living the life with the coconut in his hand so the guy was like no i'm not gonna give my money away to this kid that i don't even think is real until i actually see him so his friend was like, all right, let's go then. We're going to go visit this kid. And this kid that he was sponsoring or was going to be sponsoring, he lived in Peru. And if you guys do not know, my family is from Peru. Well, most of my family is from Peru and I am Peruvian. So this was a coincidence. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. I do know a lot of people, a lot of children in my country are very poor they do not receive a lot of money and it's not going very well over there right now in many countries actually in south america but besides the point they traveled to peru and they went to this pueblito which is technically a little town i guess i don't know how to really say it in english but it's a tiny town that is not prospering very well economically the guy the buddy and the translator went to the kid's house and they did not find him neither his mom so they were nowhere to be found and so they were going in circles around the pueblito and they were asking people like hey do you know where this kid is do you know where i could find him and everybody was like no sorry i don't know until they went to this one house and they're like hey do you know where i could find this kid and they actually were like oh yeah he was not feeling well at all and he hasn't been feeling well for a couple of days so they sent him to the hospital and his mom went with him so they're like oh my gosh please tell me where they tell them the location and they went straight to the hospital now you gotta understand this is a different country and it's in a pueblito where they're not doing very economically well so obviously a hospital is not gonna look like what a hospital looks like to us in america where it's like this big building with lots of lights and air conditioning with really clean water stuff like that 
So they went to this hospital and the guy was a little shocked to see this small, tiny, it kind of looked like a little house to be a hospital. So they walked in and the guy saw the mother and the child laying on her lap and he was not well at all meaning he did not physically look well he looked malnourished the mom looked very worried for her son and the guy went up to her and he introduced himself and he was asking her a few questions he was like ma'am how long have you been waiting here and she was like i've been waiting here for a good five to six hours maybe even more and the guy was like why haven't they attended you yet the mom said that she did not have enough money to pay for her child to get checked so she was just waiting until they gave her the opportunity to check on her child without paying for it or just giving them the money that she had and the guy asked her how much do you need to get your son checked the mom said a price around 20 dollars it was in the 20s and the man was so shocked because 20 dollars to them is a lot of money especially to get checked up in a pueblito and to us, $20 is nothing. I literally spent $20 at the grocery store buying like, what, four items? Some of us even spent $20 at a restaurant. So the man immediately paid for his checkup and he went to go get this child checked. He talked to the people that work there. He paid for it. Everything was done and the child got checked and he got checked up right in time because if he didn't, he would have got worse. His condition could have gotten way worse than it was before. The guy said, if I would have sponsored this child a week ago when I was told about this child, he wouldn't have even been in the hospital because he would have provided him with the money that he needed for education, for food, for clothing, if he would have just sponsored this child. So he showed us a picture on the screen of him and the child taking a picture and he showed us that this was real, that this was not a scam, that they are investing their money in something worthy of investing that people can invest into kids futures and help them grow in all aspects so that they could have an opportunity at having a better life like what we have here in america that many other countries don't have in that moment while he was explaining that story it just made me so grateful for all the things that god has blessed me with in my life because you always have to think someone else has it worse than you do right now and the food for hunger was collaborating with maverick city music so the guy was like raise your hand if you are also wanting to sponsor a child and these children were just from everywhere around the globe not just south america it was from everywhere and i immediately in my heart i was like we need to do this i told my mom i looked at her i was like mom we need to do this so i lifted up my hand and you could just see everybody else's hand just going up obviously it wasn't as many because not everybody was convinced or not everybody wanted to but whoever felt like it was what they wanted to do right then and there and they felt it in their heart that god was placing them to do something like this they lifted their hand and i knew it was something that we needed to do so i lifted up my hand quickly and one of the people came to give me a paper and you know it's from around the globe so it could be from africa it could be from cuba it could be from asia it could be from europe it could be from anywhere and when i grabbed that paper it was a child from peru i was like wow out of anywhere else 
it was Peru. It was just in God's plan. God already knew that this was going to happen, which was just wow. Like, it was amazing to me, truly. And so, me and my mom were super excited to sponsor this kid and maybe hopefully visit him because he does live in Peru, so we do visit there quite often. But anyway, I kind of got sidetracked here. That was, it was just amazing. I loved the story that the man gave and the experience that he had. So now we are sponsoring this kid in Peru, which is great. Then Maverick City performed and it was amazing. Of course, they did it with Kirk Franklin. Then after I bought some merch and then I went home. But what happened with Maverick City was that they kicked Dante Bowie out of the group. I'm not too sure about Aaron Moses because Aaron Moses was also involved with this scandal that happened. So a few days ago, they were caught recording in a party bus, Aaron and Dante Bowie singing and jamming out to Bad Bunny's song. Now I know what many of you guys are saying, you guys are like, okay, so they sang Bad Bunny's song, so what, that's a crime or what? And let me tell you, yes, they did get kicked out for this reason because they posted a video of them singing Bad Bunny. I have so many thoughts on this. And uh, I know a lot of you guys are thinking that this is so ridiculous for them to get kicked out of a group. But when you are held to a certain standard or level, when you have this platform that God has given you, you have to be very careful with what you put out there. You have to be aware what seed you can be planting in other people's life and affecting their life when you post certain things as an influencer. So yes, it would be regular for, let's say, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Beyonce, they play secular music. And it would be okay for them to play Bad Bunny in a Instagram story and post about it and it'd be like nothing, absolutely nothing. Fans would even love them even more because Bad Bunny right now is very famous, he's very loved among the people. And obviously why would it be a problem, you know, celebrities supporting other celebrities, stuff like that. And if you guys know, Bad Bunny's lyrics is about drugs, sex, alcohol, all the other stuff that a lot of artists usually typically write about and sing in their music so it's very common for the world to be hearing that and obviously not everybody is perfect that is definitely comprehensible that not everybody is perfect and i'm not surprised personally that dante bowie or aaron is listening to bad bunny because obviously i feel like everybody has listened to bad bunny or secular music in their life they are not banned just because they're a Christian artist. They're not banned from listening to secular music like Beyonce or Ariana Grande or famous pop stars like that. Even Tupac, like R&B. They are not restricted from listening to that music because they have also authority over their own lives and they can listen to whatever music they want to. So yes, I'm not surprised that they listen to Bad Bunny because he is a very well-known pop star. But the thing that I am surprised of is that they actually posted about it. Now, listening and posting about something is very different for artists. Because what you post, everyone sees. Like, it is publicly posted to the whole world. But when you're just listening to it by yourself, it's just you in the room and your headphones and your phone, the music, that's it. When you post something, you want to make it known to people. You want people to see what you're posting. So for Dante Poe to be posting him and Aaron 
in a music bus listening to Bad Bunny and specifically what the lyrics mean had many people disappointed. Obviously, in the small picture, it looks like Maverick City Music is like listening to Christian music 24-7, always worshiping, always doing all this godly, spiritually holy things. But in reality, they are humans just like us. So obviously, they're going to be making mistakes and they're not always going to be perfect. Now, personally, in my opinion, I believe that him posting that on the internet was not the right and wisest decision that he's ever made because there are people like lukewarm christians or people just recently starting to get into the world of christianity are recently starting to get to know christ they don't know too much about christ and they look towards these type of role models like maverick city music elevation hillsong and so many more artists christian artists that they listen to and they look up to them because obviously we as christians are supposed to act like christ because christ is in us so we're supposed to demonstrate and be the leader to other people and show them christ love in our actions every day so when lukewarm christians look at dante bowie the person that they put high on a platform they put high in their life they're at a high level in their life and they see that they're listening to bad bunny and singing their music they're gonna think that that's okay and before you say anything i'm not saying that bad bunny is bad or that he's a bad person or anything like that no 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 no. i'm just saying that christians are going to think that it's okay to indulge in worldly things and also indulge in spiritual things meaning it is okay to be a part of the world and to be a part of the temple of christ but there is no in between you're either fully in it with christ you're fully committed to christ you're fully serving christ every single day or you're either a part of this world so you can't be of the world and with christ at the same time so i'm going to be reading a scripture for you guys it is first john 2 15. you guys could look this up in the bible with me if you guys want and read it with me it says do not love this world nor the things it offers you for when you love the world you do not have the love of the father in you i'm gonna keep reading a little bit more so this is verse 16. for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So we can all agree that Bad Bunny does sing about worldly things. And I am not trying to attack in any way, shape, or form any of the Bad Bunny lovers out there or fans that are Christians. I'm not trying to attack them at all. I'm just speaking my opinion. It's not that I don't like Bad Bunny, like I have nothing against him. It's just that his music is not my cup of tea. I could listen to it with no problem, but I wouldn't really get into it or really like it that much as I would with other types of music. And I'm not saying secular music is bad. I'm just saying that if you listen to it, don't let it consume you because once it starts consuming you, then that's where it becomes a problem. 
that's where you should use self-control and put a limit to what music you're listening to. Because I listen to secular music all the time. I like listening to other types of music besides Christian music. I love Christian music. It has my heart, but I do listen to other music besides it. And it's not a sin. It's not a bad thing as long as you don't let it consume you. There are so many great songs out there that are not Christian and they tell a beautiful story and they have a beautiful meaning behind their lyrics. I try to listen to all genres because I like discovering new things and trying new things out and it's always good to try new things. So nothing against Bad Bunny, I just personally don't like his music or it wouldn't be my preferred choice. And I know a lot of other believers have different opinions on this topic, but personally I don't believe that listening to non-Christian music is bad. Some people do believe that it is bad and Christians or followers should only listen to Christian music and Christian music only, but it personally just depends on you and what you've been raised to believe. So let's break down this verse. Verse 15 is saying that if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. That means that Christ is not your number one priority anymore if you love the world because the world will be your number one priority. Verse 16 says, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, meaning that everything that the world has to offer is only temporary. It only lasts for a while. The satisfaction is only there in the moment. But what God has to offer for you will last forever. It is eternal and is way better than what the world has to offer you. But all the temporary pleasures, all that stuff is from the world, not from him. And it says the world is fading away, meaning that people are giving more into temptation and they're giving more into the worldly things, which is only temporary. But if we walk in obedience with the Lord, the Lord's blessings will be eternal. So like I was saying before, Dante Bowie and Maverick City Music and all these other leaders in Christ are being held to a certain level, certain standard that they're being judged for because when you are put on a platform and you're giving such a public platform that people look up to you, you will be put under a microscope and judged so quickly. So when they post stuff like that, they're confusing the audience because automatically they're looking at them as a role model and they're thinking, wow, their music the words, everything is so beautiful. I love what they sing. The Lord is in them and you can see that by the way that they live their lives. But when they post stuff like this, it confuses them. How? Because they are doing one thing and saying another. Their lyrics and their words and their performances and what they do does not match up what they do behind the scenes. Which this video gives us a little bit of insight of what they do behind the scenes of what type of lifestyle they're living when they're not in front of the camera. I have another verse, it is James 3, 1. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. So yes, in heaven we will be judged more strictly than others because we are the leaders of the kingdom of Christ and we hold so much influence that we make so many impacts in people's lives and depending on how that impact is determines how you will be judged. So you can make a bad impact and you can make a good impact and what matters is 
that you do make a good impact. Also, to go back to the Dante Bowie thing with Maverick City Music, there has been a little scandal that happened six months ago at the Grammys, and this has kind of led to the whole secular music little scandal breakout that happened recently. So people have been seeing the little seeds Dante Bowie has been kind of planting in his life that led up to this moment. At the Grammys, on the carpet, they were interviewing him and they are like, who would you like to see today perform? Who are you most excited to see? And he was like thinking and then he was like, oh, I'm excited to see Little Nas X perform. Now, I personally, again, do not like Little Nas X. I do not like listening to his music, even though it is very popular on TikTok and it does pop up here and there. I do not support Lil Nas X or like listening to his music ever since what happened. And if you do not know, he created these shoes with Nike and they immediately took it down after some things and thoughts and people were commenting about it and they didn't like what was happening. People were kind of hating on the shoe. So Nike had to take it down, all that. Shoe was black with some red accents and it's called the Satan shoe. So it had the devil's number. It also believe had the cross upside down on his shoe and on the bottom had this red liquid, which was I believe supposedly human blood it was real human blood that's what people kept saying and I was very disappointed and I did not like the shoe and I did not like Little Nas X ever since then also he created a song that had the devil in the music video and he was lap dancing the devil and the song the lyrics everything that it was saying it just did not line up with my values so if it doesn't line up with my values i wouldn't support it or listen to it that's just me whether it's popular or not i have self-control enough to tell myself that i will not let this music be in my life or what the words are saying be poured into my life because words do have power and they mean a lot like what you listen to what you watch it can influence and impact your life so much so I do not want that type of music in my life or his music in general. So I personally do not like to listen to his music. And for Dante Bowie to be saying that he was most excited to see Little Nas X perform at the Grammys, out of all the other artists that he could have said, he said Little Nas X. And when Little Nas X performs, he usually performs with half naked guys. People were shocked about it for a fat minute, but then they brushed it under the rug and they're like, you know what? it's okay we're gonna forget about it forgive and forget blah 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 next thing you know it this scandal pops out and they're like oh well this is uh very disappointing but i believe it was not a surprise because of what he said in the past dante bowie has officially taken a break from social media so he is currently off of it right now a few days ago he posted and he was saying goodbye to everyone he also put his statement and so did maverick City Music put their statement, and so did Aaron. Maverick City Music's statement was a bit long, so I will not be reading that, but you could definitely check out their Instagram and read their statement. But I will read their short statement that they posted quite a bit after. It says, We are in full support of Dante as he continues his journey towards health and happiness. Our ethos has always and will always be centered on family. 
We are all imperfect people who needs perfect savior. Dante is a part of our family and will always be. So pretty much the statement before of what they said was that Dante will not be a part of Maverick City Music. They are taking a pause on that relationship that they have with him because his actions do not line up with the core beliefs of their band, but they will be supporting him in his journey. And Dante Bowie has recently removed his post of his statement, so you guys will probably not find it, but if you guys look for it on the internet, pretty much it says, In light of recent events and opinions, I've talked to some of the wisest leaders and brothers around me. I'll be taking time off social media to rest mentally and physically. Years ago, when I dreamt of all I would accomplish one day, I didn't account for the pressure and opinions that would come with it. It's important for everyone to know when to step back and refocus. Hope y'all understand and support. I'll hit you up when I'm back. Love you guys. This is for the best. Aaron Moses as well took a break from social media and he did post a statement, but it now got deleted. So I'm not sure where I could find it, but I remember it pretty much said that he had no words on the scandal or what happened. He has no words to talk about right now, but when he is ready to open up about it, he will and that he will be taking a break and reflecting on his mistakes and what he has done so i felt like this was a great example just to bring in like how much leadership and influence really does matter what you do behind the scenes and in front of the public in front of the audience because whether or not you think what you're doing behind the scenes is not being seen it will get out one way or another and people will just see it by your actions it will reflect in your daily life all those seeds that you plant behind the seeds, they will start growing and they will start being seen. Plus, God knows what you're doing when others don't. He is always present and all-knowing. I feel like most people are an influence to a lot of people, but they don't notice it. I feel like a lot of people are influences to someone or leaders in someone's life. It doesn't matter the age. I feel like everyone could be a role model in someone's life. For example, older sibling to little sibling. My cousin is like 10 years old and her little sister is 8 years old and her little brother is 5 years old. Obviously, the older sister has a lot of influence on her little siblings. They really look up to her as a role model and everything that she does, they will copy and they will do. Same thing goes for leaders. Every action that a leader does, the followers will follow and do what they do. So your actions as a leader can make someone's future or break someone's future. For example, someone at school that is in 11th grade, they feel like no one sees what they do, so they just do whatever they want and they believe that they get away with it, but in reality they probably don't. Probably ninth graders look up to that person and they start doing what they're doing and they're badly influenced by what their role model, what the leader is doing. So it is very important to just take time to reflect on who your followers are and what type of influence, what type of impact are you having in their life? What type of life are you living? Are you living for God or are you living for the world? And is your actions matching up with the words that you're saying? Because there could be a lot of people saying, oh yes, I love God. 
I am fully committed to the Lord. I do everything for the Lord. I'm always obedient, but their actions don't line up with what they're saying. They're doing the complete opposite of what they're saying. I feel like we would get nowhere in this life without leaders. For example, here in the United States, we have presidents, we have senators, we have the government, and people in the UK, they have a prince, a princess, a queen, and a king to be the leaders. They are the role models, they are the people that influence, they are the people that impact the country. So if you're a leader, or if you want to become a leader, first think who are your influences? Who are your leaders? Who are you following? Take a minute or two to just think about that and ask yourself, are they good leaders with good values? Are their actions lining up with their words? Are they living for God and always trying to improve themselves, always trying to get better, always trying to grow? Are they bringing people up with them or are they bringing people down with them? These are the types of questions that you have to ask yourself when you're thinking about who you're following and the good qualities a leader should have. Is the influence in your life or the leader in your life helping you grow closer to Christ or are they bringing you far away from Christ? I'm going to be reading another verse, Hebrews 13:7, that says, Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Is your leader living a godly life? Are they being an example of how you want to be in your life? And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're saying, I want to become a leader, I want to start influencing people and impacting people's lives, and you're not sure if you're ready to take that next step, or if there's something stopping you from taking that next step, I would recommend you to just go for it. But before you do, there are steps you need to take in order for you to lead correctly. And like I said before, age does not matter. You can lead at any age. The age does not stop you. You do not have to say, oh, I have to be 30 because then I'll be wise and I'll experience all these things and I'll know what to say. Maybe I'll have a bigger vocabulary. No, you could start at any age. For example, David in the Bible, he was skinny and scrawny and all his other brothers were big and bulky and buff and they needed someone to defeat goliath and obviously the obvious choice for humans would be oh get the big guy to defeat the other big guy but jesus knew in his heart no i'm gonna get david the skinny scrawny twig looking kid because he's smart he's got the brains i know he can defeat goliath and the dad of David was like, uh, look at all the other choices you got. You got these big guys, but you chose David? The kid who's always hiding in the shadows, who's not really well known. Why would you pick him? He's like the smallest, the youngest out of all of his brothers. Do not underestimate people. They can really surprise you. And that is what David did. He defeated Goliath with a slingshot and a rock. He was thinking smarter, not harder, and Jesus was making a wise choice. So before you start leading others, you have to check in with yourself and write a list of your own values, what you believe in and what you're building your foundation on. Because to become a good leader, you have to have a strong, firm foundation. And that is what I learned in my leadership class. Once you have a firm, solid foundation, 
you are ready to start leading others because that means that you will not be shaken by the things of this world because you have a solid foundation that is built on the truth and the word of Christ that what others have to say would just be like dust on your shoulders that you could just shake off. I'm going to be reading another verse which is Acts 20 28 and it says so guard yourselves and God's people feed and shepherd God's flock his church purchased with his own blood over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. So as a leader, you should guard your heart from any evil or the things of this world or the lies that the devil tries to tell you. Because if the Lord has appointed you as a leader, you should walk in obedience and do it. I'm going to be reading also the definition of leadership, which leadership is influence, the ability of one person to influence others. And a biblical leader is meeting someone where they are and taking them where Jesus wants them to go. It also says it is the act of influencing, again, there's the word influencing, slash serving others out of Christ's interest in their lives so they accomplish God's purpose for and through them. Because leading is not only about influencing others, but it is also about serving others. Also, something fun that we did in our leadership class was create a mission statement after we created our top five core values that we are building our firm foundation on so if you guys want to write down your top five values and do this when you guys have time when you guys know what your values are and what you're building your foundation on then you could create your mission statement which is pretty much stating your values and how you're going to use them by being a leader it is scientifically proven that if you do write stuff down it helps you remember it and successfully load that information into your memory and obtain the information and grasp it better than it would by listening and saying things and then forgetting it the next day yeah so first of all who are you following in your life and are they good leaders do they have good values and then check in with yourself and see what your values are what your mission is watch your actions carefully and think before you do because there might be people looking up to you that you don't even know that they look up to you and lastly always turn to god first ask god for wisdom in this journey of leadership ask god for guidance to help you make the right choices and to lead you on the right path because we're not meant to do this alone and the lord will be with us every step of the way reading his word is a great guide for becoming a great leader he has so many advice he has so many guidance and examples and stories to follow in the bible that teaches you about how to be a good leader and how to lead like christ leads because that's what our ultimate goal is so this is all for the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys have a beautiful and wonderful day stay tuned for the next episode